Yes! It's been a while. <laughs> Hello. You finished? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you done? Yeah. yeah. Hello. Hello, everyone. And welcome Hi, back everyone. to a very special edition of the Mate How Good Was podcast with me, Lewis. And me, Josh. Mm, I hope you're well, ladies and gents. God bless. Love to all your families. Uh, Josh, how you been, mate? It's been a little while, hasn't yeah, it? Good, mate. You? Yeah, very well, thank you. Very well. Such a lovely day outside, isn't it? Yes. Uh, a lovely day to sit inside and talk about football. Yeah, it's quite musty in here as well. It's because I'm so near your feet. They stink. Which I'm pleased to report don't look like brick dust today. Yeah, last time. <laughs> last time they looked <laughs> like shit. Those socks you wore literally looked like brick dust. They were horrendous. Last time they stank, didn't they? So Abs- Of absolute shit, yeah. Right, should we... Oh, hello. You're good. You're good. Okay, cool. Right. You panic too much with no, the mic. No, no, no. You no, freak no. out. Yeah. I'm panicking, I'm panicking, I'm, I'm panicking. <laughs> <laughs> right, should we explain to the, the loyal listeners that don't follow us on our social media? Yeah. If you don't, why don't you follow us, follow us on social good media? Good question. Um, right, today's episode of Mate How Good Was is actually, we're not going to talk about anyone. We're no. Not t- we're not going to talk about football specifically. We're calling today's episode The Mailbag Part 1. I like that. It's a good. It's good, isn't the it? Mailbag and part one. I like that because it's like a, it's like Harry Potter, isn't it? Cash cow, milk it. <laughs> if we want a part two, we can have a part two. We'll see if this falls flat on his face, and if it doesn't, which it won't, because we're unbelievable. Oh yeah, I'm quietly confident. Yeah, same. Um, so basically, what we've done is we've opened up. We opened up our our Instagram, our DMs. A couple of people text me. Um, just like a couple of celebrities missed me as well. Um, and no, they didn't. No, absolutely not. That yeah. didn't happen. No. Um, and we basically just opened it up to some questions, and we're just gonna. We're just gonna fire away. Fire we're just through gonna fire through. Yeah. Yeah. Do we? Should we talk about the? I think. I think before. Briefly, I think before briefly. we go on to that. I think before we go into that briefing, a lot's happened in football um, since we last spoke, Josh. Um, yeah. City won the league, didn't they? I, I I think City. What City had? No, City have won the league. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. what I mean is, it. I think it was, it was as soon as those two draws happened. I think that was really the beginning of the end, wasn't it? Do you know what? Yeah. Um, there's two camps that people are in. They're like, oh, I'm not that disappointed. You know, we finished second. If you said at the start of the season we finished second, you know, I'd snatch your hand off. I get that. I agree with that. But to be so close and actually so far ahead. And yeah. w- like we didn't have that much to do. Mm. We just had to beat West Ham and Southampton. Yeah. Like Liverpool, forget it. Yeah, 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 but we just have to beat West Ham and Southampton. It's the hope that kills you as well, isn't and it? And they've been garbage this year. Like Southampton, worst team in the league, comfortably yeah. at home. Yeah, West, but West Ham, I suppose, have, have, they found a bit of form, haven't they? Recently, they look better. Not, f- but they, they, they would, they we would. We should batter them. Yeah, Josh. you should be beating yeah. West Ham. I agree, but I think you are. I think this is this is a a testament to your squad being too thin, mate. They're exhausted. They're I think, fucked. I yeah, think yeah. it'll be. I think. I think the one thing it will highlight, and it should highlight, and hopefully that could long term be a benefit to you, is you just you need more bodies through the door, but more bodies of a certain level of quality. Yeah, yeah. I was reading today that you wanted Gundawan, uh, Mount, and Rice. Do you know I mean three three? I mean I don't know where the Gundawan would go, but three. If let's say in theory that did happen, that's well, three good reinforcements. Very good City and our affair and a year's extension. Well, that, yeah, because he wants two though, doesn't he? So yeah. they're they're thinking about offering him a year with a with an option to extend. I'd offer him two. Yeah, so would I. I'd offer him two. Way he's playing at the moment, mate. He's making 140 grand a city. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll give we'll give him 180 grand a week. Yeah, 100 percent and and two years, no problem. Yeah, but yeah, I think Declan Rice for us will be the big one. Um, not paying 120 million for him. Well, I was saying that like it's my money. 
I wouldn't pay 100. He's not worth 120 million quid. I always think. I always think on this. It's. I agree. I know where you're coming to come from. The come from is what is Declan Rice worth to West Ham? Not what is Declan Rice worth. What is he worth mm. to West Ham? Uh, if West Ham get 120 million for him, are they going to be a better side with that 120 million pound if they spend it correctly? I don't. You don't know, and that's why they put that figure on there because it's what he's worth to them. Because who? Who's the? I, I was reading earlier. Something I was reading was uh, City for thinking. Of, well, I don't know if this is true. Uh, Rice, uh, Phillips plus money. And uh, and on paper that sounds like a really good deal. Like, on paper that sounds like it makes sense. Sixty seventy million plus Phillips. But oh. can City just seriously? Can City just fuck <laughs> off? Can City just leave it alone? Yeah. Like, honestly, turn it in. Just one season. Can you just not win it for one season? Are we a farmers league now? Just. No, we're not. Because the thing is, no, because the thing is with the Premier League that's different from Bundesliga and from Ligue 1, who, I, who I'd say are probably Europe, Europe's probably two most farmer leagues out of yeah, the top yeah. five leagues. The reason we're different from them is because genuinely anyone can beat anyone. Like yeah. Southampton can come to Arsenal and get a point. Do you know what I mean? Like that doesn't, that doesn't happen anywhere else. Really, yeah, yeah, like that. really at, at that level. Like you don't see like Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> beating PSG no no you don't and also like we're not even that we're not even that far away from from no. City well at the moment well we're we're six points this, away this, this is where they're different they just this, this is they kick on here and that's mate they've won 23 games in a row yeah this is where they're different <laughs> and that, do you know what they've I mean? won 23 games in a row yeah, in all competitions madness, that's fucking ludicrous yeah, it's absolute madness it's a it's machine like yeah it's madness it's a joke but um, but yeah, look, that's what sep- that's what separates them from us, I suppose. Um, we don't have. Oh, <laughs> 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 why has he not been playing? <laughs> Do you know? What? I'm going to say something. Go on. I still think you need another striker, and I don't. And I don't think that I don't think that Hayes has been bad. I don't. But I just think. Uh, and one of my mates said this earlier, so I'm I, I'm not going to claim this as my as yeah. my logic because my mate actually said this, and I think he's spot on. Arsenal fans fell out of love with Lacazette because he wasn't pr- because he wasn't as productive in front of goal, yeah. but did a lot of the other stuff. And Gabriel Jesus is he's not the same player as Alexander Lacazette, but you know that Gabriel Jesus isn't probably going to score you ever no. more than fifteen goals a season. No, if he has a really good season, stays fit. How good's his ball carrying? Though? Yeah, he's um yeah, Mate, he's, his ball carrying he's, so good. He's, uh, he, he, but do you need an, another option? And will what well, will Balogun be that option? Will he come back and get a go? Because in Ket- Ketia, I like in Ketia, he's not good enough for Arsenal. He's not good ju- enough, you're, not good, you're not going to win a league with Eddie Nketiah. I can just see Balogun being another Eddie Nketiah, to be honest. And it, the French league is different bracket. It's different bracket yeah, to agreed. doing it in the French. Like, how good was Nicolas Pepe in the French league? Yeah, agreed. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, fair point. And, and also, it, it all, it all you know, comes down to system. Like, is, is he going to want to press high? Is he going to want to do the off-ball running? Like, you can't... Mikel Arteta doesn't just want a finisher. Like, he wants someone... And that's something that Erling Haaland doesn't get a lot of credit for. He yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. He does all that. Oh, mate, he yeah. does do all that. Um, like it, he 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 gets the credit for obviously being a you know world class finisher, probably the best finisher in the world. But he I does not probably not probably. Yeah, yeah. He's the best. Well, Harry Kane probably would have something to say about that. Finish Ooh. as in finisher. Finisher. I, yeah, fair play. Finisher. I still think still think I take Haaland, but um, different players. But um, off the ball, he does a lot as well. So. I don't know, mate. It's it's hard. Who would we get? Uh, that's what Apart I, that, from Balogun. Because I don't want yeah. Vlakovic. 
And, and it, you, what what the difficulty you've got is is I don't think you can buy Vlahovic because I I don't think you can buy a, he's going to cost seventy eighty million pounds and I don't think you can buy rice and I don't I, yeah, yeah I, I, I well I think you brought, if you could have did have the money there you could but I'm just saying I don't think you can buy spend eighty million on a striker and go but I don't know if I really rate you. No, well, and the thing Do you is, know what I mean? Like you need you need you need to get you almost need to get someone you need to get someone cheap and on the up. He didn't he didn't want to buy into the process in the first place. And and so you know now he's if something's at us, done thinking, something's done yeah, for a reason. I agree. I agree. I don't, I don't want him. It's like people are talking about him, and uh, I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't really understand. I yeah. don't know why. I don't know why you'd want him to come to the club. Agreed. Um, one thing I just. One thing I do want to talk about, and I know we like having a laugh on this pod, and the whole thing's to have a, to, to have a laugh stuff like this. But I was actually listening to the radio on the way home, and this and this is an unbel- this is a shocking, terrifying, horrific uh, um, statistic. So I was listening about. Did you see the incident with Venetia's yesterday? Fuck's mate, sake, man. mate, right? Oh, they were so. I think Real Madrid. They need have, to start stopping mate, the games, mate. Real Madrid. Re, so, so Real Madrid have actually gone into the process of trying to put it in as a hate crime, which I think is one hundred percent what they should fucking be yeah. doing because the protocol, the they the referee has said to. I, I watched an interview this morning with Ancelotti. The referee followed La Liga protocol. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. stopping the game, stopping. I think if it hap- if that happened in England, I think the game would be stopped. Or I think someone would yeah. would have the the. Th- there would be they would know that there's well they might not get instant support and it might be difficult to to pull it out of the FA because the FA gets slagged off for a lot and too right as they should do yeah but I do think they would see a, the 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 light of reason in that I don't think they would in La Liga right and the the shocking thing I heard was that's the tenth time this season he's been racially abused tenth <laughs> and he plays in La Liga. Yeah, thirty-eight games a season. Mate, I just so a third of so uh, you know a qu- a quarter over a quarter, yeah, just under a quarter of the games that you play, just over a quarter just, of the games that he plays, he gets is, racially abused. It is an absolute disgrace. And the other thing <laughs> is, is Valencia have come out and said we're going to ban the one we're going to we've caught one of the fans and we're going to ban him for life. Mate, I seen videos yesterday. There are there hundreds is a stand, of them. There's a stand, all chanting, all, all calling him a monkey. A stand. It is. A dis- it is a disgrace. Did you see the journalist uh, say to Ancelotti afterwards? He said that they, he said that they were calling him an, another word. Uh, I, I can't I can't remember what the word was. It yeah. it it was a Spanish word, obviously, and it rhymed with the Spanish word for monkey. I can't yeah. I can't remember what. It, and and Ancelotti just like stopped him dead in his tracks. He said, "I was in the stadium. I know what I heard. The ref knows what he heard. Yeah, like it, it, it don't don't treat yourself like an idiot." Yeah, like so. I was watch. I was watching what the interview I was watching this morning was was from. I think it's from Marker, um, and they basically the interviewer was like, "Oh, we're here, Ancelotti. Uh, uh, what do you think about today's result?" And he literally goes, "Do you really want to talk about football? Do you really think we should be talking about football?" And I was like, I "Fucking love Ancelotti." Yeah, I like him as well. Um, I do like he's fucking old school, mate. Just and, and do, do you know what the thing is? Is I feel really. I, I feel it's if you're if you're Venetius. What I uh, a testament to the character that he has is all that all the noise that's coming out is he's going to sign a contract deal and he wants to fight racism. How many players would do that? How many players would go look ten times, ten times? Uh, it's, it's unacceptable once. Ten times is it's beyond the disgrace. Yeah. And he's he's like, I want to fight it. I want to change it. But it's almost like once you've seen it done, for some the, the Valencia fans must have seen it yesterday, and for. I don't know why. Like you can't explain racism. Racism is something that's inexplicable. It's it's ridiculous. But you, how could they, they've probably seen this happen nine previous times and gone, fuck it, I'll call a bit because no, what what what's I'll be all right. 
it's just a shambles. It's just a it, and and the same thing happens. There's a social media posts. All the players go, yeah, we're standing your support. Everyone needs to do this. Blah 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 blah. The fucking brainless idiots at the top will look at that and go. That'll blow over in a couple they need of weeks. To, they need to start hitting the Cubs where it hurts. Yeah. And they need to start... Money, the, the, they, yeah. They, they, need to, they need to start um, closing the stadiums. Yeah. You know, when you've got a stand, when you've got a stand of your fans, you know, you need to be... Re- as a club, you need to be releasing a press conference that says, um, we cannot trust our fans to come in and behave in the correct manner. Yeah. So therefore, you're not going to be allowed to come in. Yeah. Um, Agreed. And that's going to have a detrimental impact on our club. Yeah. It's going to have a detrimental impact on, on the finances of it. And who we can get in. Yeah. And therefore, it's going to have a detrimental impact on our football and on your fan experience. Yeah. Agreed. And the only way that that's going to stop is if you start fucking behaving yourself. Yeah. And start treating, you know, start treating people like human beings. Yeah. You can't, yeah. It's, it's, it's a shambles. But they'll never do it. No, they won't. They'll never, no. ever do it. because They do it in Europe. In Europe, it happens every now and yeah, again when they but close. The, but it's... it's La La Liga is such a weird fucking league, man. Because everything, like everything's so, um, <laughs> it's geared towards Real Madrid and like Barcelona, isn't it? It feels yeah, but like. it's, it's the clubs have so much power. Yeah. The clubs, all the clubs have so much power. Like it's, yeah. it's like the governing body is almost <laughs> fucking pointless. Yeah. But Shambles. yeah, it's a shocker, mate. It's an absolute shocker. I can't believe it's still happening, right. to be honest. We love you, Venetius, as well. And by the way, can mate. we just... What a fucking player. Mate, he's unbelievable. Fuck, mate, fuck... Could you imagine, like, fuck them. What, who fucking cares what those idiots think? Get them out. It's a disgrace. Fuck you, Valencia fans who did that. And all the other fans, you're a bunch of pricks. Right. Can I on, be honest, though? Just a quick one. Go on. I enjoy watching Vinicius play more than Mbappe. Oh, yeah. he is a mate. He is a joke, isn't he? He's. So I can't good. believe how good he's got so quickly, mate. Ball carrying, dribbling. Two years, rapid, two years like, ago, I was like, "Who's this fella?" Like he looked all right. Like, he, like obviously, Real Madrid paid good money for him and stuff like. That. Yeah. He looked, he looked, he looked good. He looked like raw. But over the course of the last two seasons, I don't know what's happened. It's he's just getting older. Mate, twenty goals, better, yeah. twenty assists this season plus. That's, That's mad. Unbelievable. Right. Should we open the mailbag? <laughs> That's me over here. <laughs> so I just looked on the TV and it was that picture of Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby hugging through, through the, the plastic, plastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it feels so nice. <laughs> that is so weird. That it's is so weird. Looking back it? on it now, it's fucking horrendous, isn't it? Oh, it's just so weird. Right. Um, right. Where do you want to start? Should we start with the one with, with the one that we've both prepared for? The team of the season. Team, right, so we're going to start. So we've had loads of questions. This one was sent in by a person. Uh, this was sent in by Sean, actually, who actually was the person who uh, asked us to our last podcast. Shout out, Sean. Sean, big up yourself. Um, right, we'll do team of the season. Yeah. What formation? What I, formation I've, you gone gone? For, I've gone 4 3 3. Yeah, I'm going to go 4 3 3 as well. All right, we'll, do, we'll start. You, you do goalie, I'll do goalie, and then we'll go Pope. for our back four midfield, blah, blah, blah. Right, who's your goalie? Nick Pope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Reason being. Yeah. Um, number one, number one, the uh, the tight the tight short sleeves. They do it. I think that's a good look <laughs> for a goalkeeper. Mate, I hate goalkeepers wearing short sleeves. No, nah, I like it. I think it's a good look. I think it's a good look. So yeah, for that, mate, shot stopper this season. I think he's been wildly yeah. overlooked just because obviously um, Ramsdale gets a lot of headlines because he's a bit like mouthy and also very good. Obviously, he's made yeah. some Ramsdale's made some unbelievable saves this season. Yeah. I've also been quite conscious not to make it too Arsenal heavy. Yeah. I wanted to mix it up a little bit. Um it was a toss up between Nick Pope for me and David Raya. Okay. Ray has been so good. Like on the quiet, he's been unbelievable. He's off this year as well. He's yeah, hundred percent. Would he's you take gone. him at Manu? 
I'd have him yeah. in Man U tomorrow. Yeah, I would. He won't go there. He'll go Spurs. I'll, t- he'll go, yeah, I'll tell you yeah. now. He'll replace Ruiz. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, for me, Nick Pope in goal. Uh, for me, Alisson. He's uh, so Liv- good. Liverpool, he? have yeah. been, Liv- uh, Liverpool have been so bad defensively, but he is so good. He's so good. He just looks good doing it as well. Yeah. He's, like, he's effortless. I can't, Liverpool have been so poor, but he's been very good. He is a very, very, very good goalkeeper. I don't know if he's the best in the world, but he's a very, very, very good goalkeeper. It's between him and Edesson, isn't it? I'd say. Really? Yeah, mate, absolutely. Courtois? No, that, I I don't understand the whole thing with Courtois. Mate, I'll tell you who's good. He's you, good, like, but he's, nah, he's not he's not on no, he's not I, on I the think, level of Alisson and Edesson. He's not. I he's really I not. He he's anyway, he's a rung below, know, I think. Do you know who I think will be there soon? Who? Mike Magnon, mate. He is fucking quality. <laughs> mate, Mike Magnon is fucking... Cl- I watched those two legs in uh, a- AC. First leg, he was unbelievable. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, 27. That's ballpark. I got a fucking clue. Yeah. Let's say 27. Lovely. Right. So, yeah. Do sh- let's do whole back four. So, who was your goalkeeper? Alisson. Alisson. No, no, no. Let's not do whole back. No, let's do this properly. Right, okay. This is a big moment. All right. right this back. is team of the... It's not League One. Where <laughs> right back, Paul Caddis. <laughs> <laughs> right back, I've, it's got to be Trippier. Yeah, Trippier, easy. Mate, so good. Mate, he's 32. Mate, do, do you know what I find, which is, what I find interesting is, he wasn't, at the end of his time at Spurs, I actually listened to him speaking on a podcast saying he wasn't up to standard, but he wasn't like, when he left, it wasn't like, oh no, Kieran Trippier. It was kind of like, yeah, fine. See yeah, you see later. you later, yeah. yeah. And then he went and won La Liga, Got offered more money to stay in Spain, but he thought he had to come back. And he's just been outstanding. He's been like end product. The only other right back I would say that has a better product than him. Uh, and by product, I mean delivery is probably Trent. Um, yeah, agreed. But he does all the other stuff better than Trent. Yeah. As well. And I, Trent has had Trent has had such an up and down season. His ups have been very up. His downs have been very down. Mate, since they? April, he's been unbelievable. Yeah, but he he's not really played. No, right back, he doesn't so. deserve it for that. No, 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 he doesn't. No, for for me, it's, for me, it's a very easy decision. Is Kieran Trippier? Do you know? What I always, do you know? What I think is a huge testament to him as well is that uh, 2018, 2020, obviously 2021 in the England squads. Yeah, when you heard Trippier was starting, England fans would be a bit. Oh fuck's sake! Yeah. Southgate absolutely loves him, and I don't know why. Whereas now he's he's starting first on the team yeah, sheet, mate. Starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting. First on the team. The only the only other Reece James, Reece James, but again, Reese James or Kyle Walker, mate. Reese James has made a fucking Weetabix. He's injured again. Yeah, he is. Like, what what can you do? What can you do with that? Yeah. And actually, I was speaking to um, I was speaking to my brother-in-law, who's a big Chelsea fan, and he and he was saying he was like, <laughs> at this rate, like we we're just gonna have to sell him. Ooh. Because look, okay. he he is amazing. Yeah. But mate, has he played? Has he has he played sixty games for for Chelsea? No, it's madness. No, honestly, uh, sorry. Uh, wait, might have actually. He must played sixty. Surely. I, d- I don't honestly don't think he's played that many because because he's injured, he injured all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah. Can we do centre backs together rather than? Yeah. Okay. Let's do centre backs together. Go on, you go first. My centre back pairing is William Saliba. Yeah. And John Stones. So is mine. Is it? Yeah. Same. Mate. I think. I think the. Could you imagine them two together? Mate, I th- oh, it's mate. so it's silky, mate. It's I th- unreal. I think what the I think the testament to Saliba, and I think Saliba was a I, I think Saliba was probably the, one of the more difficult ones to put in. Sleeper. But the 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 difficulty with it 
is... Sorry, the difficulty with him is he's probably played 24 games this season at 38 because he's been injured. But I think yeah. a testament to how good he is is how much Arsenal fell off a cliff when he stopped playing. Mate, it's it's night and day. Yeah. It's night and day. And I, is, that not, be- is that because Rob Holden's not... As, is, is bang average? It's nothing, is it? to, it's nothing to do with it defensively. It's nothing It's nothing defensively that's the issue. It's the progression of play. Yeah. And, and the way he progresses the ball out from the back is yeah. such a pivotal part of the way we play because he's so aggressive in his positioning and because he steps into midfield so much, it allows everyone else then to move forward. Rob Holding and even to an extent, Jakub Kivior just aren't comfortable doing no, that. No, no, I agree. And so what would happen is, is that Gabriel would sit and hold and then you'd have you'd have either your midfielders kind of drop in to almost like a wing back position, and then Saliba would step into midfield and just sort yeah. of. Over, but none of the boys, Jakub Kivior and Rob Holding, just aren't that confident in ball carrying. Mm. So it really stunts our ball progression um, mm. into the final third. This is a bit. That was a, that was a bit. Um, that was a bit like Opta. Big Opta, up Opta Lewis. Big up, big up the athletic. Um, the... <laughs> The the other thing I think that he started to de- that Saliba started to develop as well, not to the same extent and definitely not to the same level is you know when a, you know when a centre back just gets an aura and everyone just gets a bit worried about. Yes. Him? You know when Va- you know when Van Dyke had that yes. period where and he's nowhere near as good as Van Dyke. I don't think as nowhere near as good as Van Dyke was at that point. Anyway, no, but near. Van Van Dyke was twenty nine when he was at that. And level he did it and he did it for yeah. for a longer amount of time. But I feel yeah. like there was something that was happening with Saliba where people yeah. were like, oh fucking hell, Saliba. Not just Saliba, it was the pairing. It was yeah. Gabriel and Saliba, and they complemented each other so well. Yeah, because you've got like Gabriel is steely, and by the way, I was very, very close to putting him in ahead of Saliba. That's how Ooh. impressed I've been with Gabriel. He's been so good this season, mate. Um, but I couldn't overlook John yeah. Stones, mate. I'm right. I'm going to say something now. I, I think I, I think I know what you're going to say, and I think I agree with you. He's the best centre back in the world. Yes, I agree completely. At the moment, he's the best centre back in the world. I don't know who's better than him. No, he's the best. Who's better than him? No one. He's the best centre- at the moment. He's not. I don't think he is overall, but at this moment in time, he's the best centre back in the world. Mate, he's Bar so, none. so solid. Bar none. He can do fucking everything. I love the fact that he's not always been like that, though. He's improved. Yeah. He's got better. He, the Chelsea game yesterday, clearance off the line, stuff like that. It's mate, not just the, like, the progression and all that. And it, you can tell he's just a good lad for the oh, for, mate, for the team. Legend. Mate, I, I, I really like John It hurts me he plays for Man City and I have to like him, but I do. Mate, how good is... Mate, I would love to have a midfielder that was that good on the ball. Yeah. And he goes in and plays in that mid. He, when they comes out from that three and plays in there, he's just so good. He can do what he likes. Yeah, he's so good. Right, left back, mate. I really found this hard. This is mate. This is uh, this is. I'm gonna say it's the worst position on the pitch. I really this, found in this the hard. Premier League. The quality. This is the the lowest level of quality in the league. I had one and then I took him out and then I put another one in. I don't know. Right. I, do you know what I'm gonna do? Go on. I think. You've got to say one. You can't say two. That pissed me off. How many? Right. Do you know what I'm going to do? Because what I didn't want to do is I didn't want to make it all just Arsenal, Man City. Right. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I didn't want to either. I'm going to go Luke Shaw. Okay. I think I'm going to go Luke Shaw. I was I was this close to saying Nathan Ake. Yeah. Because he's 1v1 been so good. Um, and especially in the Champions League, I know we're talking about Premier League team of the season, but especially in the Champions League, Nathan Ake has been so good. But yeah. I think for me, um, Luke Shaw under Ten Hag has been really solid. I think he just does everything quite well. But I agree with you in the sense that, I mean, 
it's hard, isn't it? Because I, I, I've, I've I know gone everyone sure. will say like Dan Byrne, but like I've gone sure, I've gone sure as well, and I think that, but Shaw's had some, Shaw's had some horror shows as well. That's the thing. He's had some Liverpool away. He was shocking. Yeah, mate. But everyone pen, was the, shocking the, Liverpool yeah, away. Yeah, the penalty against Brighton a couple of weeks ago cost us three points. Yeah, cost us two points. Sorry, that Brighton deserved, but cost us two points. But he. He's been very in the main. He's been very good this year. And when he has, to, I know this doesn't dictate how he plays at left back. But when he's coming to set, every time he's coming to centre back, obviously yeah. apart from the penalty at Brighton, because he's done it six, seven, eight times this year, he's been brilliant. I just, I, ju- I just find him quite solid and dependable. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I think he's grown into his role quite well. I think when he first came to United, he wasn't really sure of who he was as a player. Yeah, he um, was written off. He was written. Remember, Mourinho hated him. Yeah, but I think once. <sighs> You know, once you're on the wrong side of a manager, it's so easy for people to write you off. Yeah. But yeah, I was very close to saying Nathan Ake. I wasn't yeah. even remotely close to saying Dan Byrne because I actually just don't think. I think he's really. I think Dan Byrne's a really good player. I do think Dan Byrne is a. Oh, is, I think he's. Had, sorry, I think no. I do think Dan Byrne's a really. I good player. I don't get it to be honest. No, I no, I don't get it. I don't no, understand. I, I don't like watching him. Yeah. I don't. I look at him and just think, well, you're just, you're basically, just big lad, isn't you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Let's agree to disagree. I rate Dan Byrne. I think Dan Byrne's. I think. Oh, I, mate, he's I think. I think if Dan. I think if Dan Byrne was five foot eleven, not six foot seven. Yeah, of course. He, yeah, I, I, but, I, I, but I think that that. I think that if he was that height, he would be. He would be praised more as a player because I think he's a good footballer. I think because he's six foot seven, there's an assumption, and I'm going to say this as well. I think that that same thing. Uh, works in weirdly the other way around in Martinez's flavour. I think Martinez yeah. has been really good, but I think everyone's just like, oh, and he's only five foot ten. Or yeah, five Ma- foot nine Martinez has earned his stripes though because he's made he a was, couple of good challenges. Mate, he was he was close. Yeah, well, he was, but for I think the injury killed it, yeah. killed his little thing. I off, d- didn't I, it, I, and he hasn't been as good as the other two, but he was close. I also just think um, I don't know. look. He's Newcastle are third in the Premier League. You're not you're not starting left back every game for yeah. the third for the third best team in the league unless you're a good player. Yeah, very very much um, agree. So yeah, but I just I just don't like him. So I didn't Fair put him enough. in. Right, should we just do the whole midfield three? Um, I've uh, what what midfield are you sort of playing here? Because I've got I've got a sitter and then two. Yeah, I've got sitter and two as that well. Can, that can kind of do what Who's, they like. Right, start, start me. Who's a sitter? Mate, Rodri. Yeah, mate. I do you know I was desperate to say Casemiro. And the only reason I would have said Casemiro ahead of Rodri is the impact that Casemiro has had, yeah. I think is gargantuan. I think I, the impact is... But the fact that he's missed seven games of the season through being suspended... It's not good enough really, is uh, it? it? Yeah, and, and since he's come... He's, I mean, he scored on the weekend. Since he's come back, he's been good. He he's, he doesn't it doesn't look as, as, as good as he did before. No. He's second. He's a very close second, though, because he has been outstanding for us. But, Rod, mate, Rodri... Again, I think oh, he's the best player in the world at that role. Mate, he he is unbelievable. I can't. He's a, he's an absolute piss take. His pass completion rate is something ridiculous, like ninety four percent. He's a piss take. He's uh, like honestly, he's when I I'd actually missed. I actually I was at fucking work, so I missed um, quite a bit of the Madrid Man City game. But I watched the high. I watched the last twenty minutes. Half uh, no twenty or so minutes. Watched the highlights. He's taken the piss out of that midfield. He's taken the piss out of Modric and Cruz. Do you, me- do you remember? Um, do you remember? I say back in the day. It's not really that long ago. Do you know what I I, I? I liken it to, mate. When you used to watch Busquets, yeah, and just like it did not, it did not. Ma- he received the ball into feet with three players around him. He will. I think, mate. I he think will, he's going to be better than Busquets. 
I really do. He's a young lad, isn't he? But How old is he's he? He's like 24. 24, yeah. Well, I could be mad. wrong. Well, wait, I'm going to Google No, it, I think he is 24 I think he's younger than... I think he's... I think I looked this up the other day and I think he's younger than what I thought better he was. Than Bu- better than Busquets is... He's 26. He's, that's, that's a big I shout. I think he could be. I don't think he is now. I think he could be, though. No. But I I, th- I think Man City are the best team in the world at the moment. I don't yeah. think there's a better team I in the world. I don't think there's a question about And it. I think he's the best in that position. Yeah, agreed. Um, I th- I think our team's so similar. Yeah, who are your other two? Um, Odegaard and De Bruyne. Oh, fucking Have you got an Odegaard and De Bruyne as well? Yeah, but I might change it now just to make it a bit more interesting. I'm going to change it just to make it interesting, just because I don't want to... De Bruyne can't not be in there. Mate. And, and, and re- in reality, I want Odegaard in there, but I'm going to put Bruno Guimaraes in there because of the impact he has for Newcastle. And every time I see him, I think, why the fuck are you at Newcastle? The most fun fact. Yeah. The most ever. Yeah. Non-penalty goals. Yeah. Scored by a midfielder in the Premier League. Martin ever. Odegaard. Martin Odegaard. 15. Yeah. I, I can't... I've, I can't... I'm only putting Guimaraes in because I... Because I know. I know. But I'm just and he be- is good. Gimaraes is he's good. Our, in the top five midfielders this season, he's in there. I would add... I, fine. In the top five, me personally, I'd say Rodri, De Bruyne, Casemiro, Odegaard, Bruno, Gimaraes, not Fernandes. No. Who would you yeah. take out? Just trying to think. Who else is there? No, that's about it, isn't we it? We should. We, do you know what we should do? Do you know it's what we about should, it? Next isn't time it? we do. Next time we do this, the end of the season. Let's do one where we can't pick any of the top six. Yeah, well, well, let's that not do good. it. Let's not do it now because no, 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 no. Yeah, but that, that sounds that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. Let, so, do we even need to explain it? I think De Bruyne I, is the De Bruyne, right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to come on to this before we do it. Is De Bruyne is De Bruyne an all-time Premier League eleven? <laughs> that's such a good question. Is We're so a, crazy. Is he in an all-time Premier League eleven? It's so look. It's so hard, isn't it? Because we, you, we always think of the of the golden era of football as the best era of football. Yeah. Like so, I, I would I would always say that the people that I had have in my midfield. I'm. T- I, I'd have, does it? Does he? I'd have skulls, Gerard De Bruyne. I put De Bruyne in over Lampard. I'm saying it now. And I. Do you know what? I think. Or, yeah, I put him in ahead of Lampard. I think. I think I would also endorse that. Paul Scholes was so good. Man, I got laughed at in my group chat for saying that was my midfield three, by the way. Laughed at. What? The midfield? Yeah, they said put Vieira or Keane instead of there, instead of Scholes. I put Scholes. No. Paul Scholes is the best player to ever set foot in the Premier League. In, my, in my personal opinion. <laughs> in my personal opinion. Um, mate, he was unbelievable. He re- He retired... He retired and then came back and was still the best player at Man yeah, United. Yeah, and played in the forty-pound boots. <laughs> Ridiculous player. I t- yeah, I, I obviously I lo- fucking love Patrick Vieira, but now nah, yeah. Paul, Paul Scholes for me is, is the first name on the team sheet. Uh, right. Yeah, I think he does get into an all-time. Yeah. Mid- like, how many years has he been doing this for? It's too many. Like honestly. Yeah. I want. Yeah, I think I think he's in there. Right. Front three. I'm assuming we're going to say the same. <sighs> Let's see. Let's see. Right, Saka's on the right. Saka's on the right. Although, yeah. uh, uh, although I think both our re- left and right wingers have gone off the boil a little. Uh, my left and right wingers have gone off the boil a little bit. Yeah, Saka's fucked, mate. He's knackered. Yeah, yeah Saka. Just he's played. He's played nearly three and a half thousand minutes. Yeah, he, he looks knackered. Right, he's, he's who's on left for you? I put Rashford. Yeah, I put Rashford as well. I put Rashford. Um, he's not scored in a month, but 
Mate, he scored in so how many games in a row? Do you know what I'm gonna do? Do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be quirky and kooky and random here. Right, I'm changing mine. I'm changing. I'm changing mine to a four-one-two-one diamond. No wingers. I'm going no wingers. I've changed that. So I'm gonna do Rodri, Bruno, De Bruyne, Odegaard just in behind. Yeah. And then I'm gonna do two strikers. Two strikers. Yeah. So I know the I know the other striker you're gonna have. Who? I know this. Yeah, the striker you're gonna have. Will be Harry Kane. Yeah, Kane and Haaland front two. Yeah, I fi- I've just thinking about it. Then I was thinking, Kane. Kane could do that as well mate, because Kane has been unbelievable this season. How mad is it? He scored twenty eight goals and no one's saying a word about yeah. it. It's because Tottenham are so shit, obviously. Yeah. But that um, makes it even more impressive because they are so shit. They have no creativity in midfield whatsoever. He scored in twenty three different games this season. Yeah. Mate, how has he managed to do that when they've got no creativity in midfield? Yeah, it's shocking. Game to United. Um, yeah, mate. Obviously, I'm Saka Rashford, and then <laughs> and then the big freak, the big freak up hey, top. I, mate, I I don't want to love him, and so I'm not going to say I do. But he is, he's inevitable. That's that is. I think yeah, that is, that is no the word. better adjective. He's inevitable. He's literally yeah. inevitable. Yeah. Even when he doesn't score, he's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. He's way better than I thought he. He's way better than I thought he'd be in terms of. I knew he'd score shitloads. I didn't. I didn't honestly didn't think it'd be this many. What? But he's so good at everything. What can you do as a defender <laughs> to deal with that? Like, hope he gets sent off. Because, but even then, his disciplinary record is amazing. Yeah. Like he doesn't commit many fouls at all. Um, the only yellows he gets is when he kind of gets in a bit of argy bargy. But yeah. mate, how do you deal with that? Because every striker normally has something that you can use against them. Like Aguero wasn't particularly big, so you could kind of you didn't used to get too tight to him. Like the yeah. defenders that dealt with him well didn't used to get too tight, and they used to use their kind of their movement and their strength. Like. He's bigger than you, he's stronger than you, he's quicker than and you. And that's the thing. And his like, touch is better than yours. Yeah, and... And he's clinical. And his movement is also just... Incredible. Just like... You, you watch him move and you think, how did he? How does he get in that <laughs> space? Like, how did he get there? Because it's not like you can't it's notice It's like he's it. playing at one and a half sp- uh, speed, isn't it? In honestly, else. it's... Cr- and you watch back some of the goals and you think, he's got free... He's got free header. How yeah. has he always got a free header? Yeah, it's it? mate, it is unbelievable. I, you can't defend him. No, you can't. He's undefendable. Yeah, he is. I agree. There's, he doesn't have a flaw. Like, like you said, he's bigger than you. He's stronger than you. He's fucking quicker than you. Yeah, and he's got a better touch than you. And he shagged your mum. And he's probably shagged your mum. <laughs> <laughs> the Louvre. <laughs> <laughs> the Louvre. Right. That was good. Team Let's, of the season. Mate, what are we, 35 minutes in now? Yeah. There's going to have to be a mailbag part two in there. Mate, mailbag part two, right. I reckon, because we've got some juicy I'm just going to pick I'm gonna pick a random one here, right? Go on, so, then. <coughs> here's the one that I got, and I think this is an interesting... I think this is a... I think there's a little bit more legs in this than I thought there was. I, I goaded at it initially. If Pep signed Ronaldo... This is from Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. If Pep signed Ronaldo the season that... So, last, so last, can, last season by Man United did... Yep. How many goals would he have scored, and would he have scored more than Haaland? Second question. Answer to the second question is no. He wouldn't have scored more. No chance. How many scored for Man United last year? Twenty-four, and we were dog shit. Was that the year before? Was that not the year before? No, no. He was only out for a season and a half when he came back. It was twenty-four in all comps. Yeah, he scored. Um, I think he doubled that. I think he doubled that. Fuck off! No way. 
No way. Four comps, 48. No way. I There's no way he would have done. I think he could. There's no way he would have. Mate, he's not scoring that many in fucking wherever he is. So, like, where no, is I'm he? No, I'm making up. Maybe not 48. I think he'd have got 30. I think he'd got late 30s. Would he have outscored Harland? I think we could definitively Absolutely say no. Absolutely not. No way. He's a different. He's a different. Mate, at this rate, like. Harlan's going to pass him and Messi's goal record for I think career. What, I think what this whole thing takes in, doesn't take into account is um, personality. Because Ronaldo and Pep would have never worked. No, never no. Worked. Very, two, two big, big, two big, big characters. Um, I think he would have scored 30 goals. I do think he would have scored more. He's in a better team. He's in yeah. a more creative team. Yeah. He's in a team that's going to... And, and also Pep's... Like Pet doesn't get enough credit. He is a good like people say he's not oh. a good man manager. He is a good I man just, manager. Just, uh, the the Pep the Pep spending money argument is it, you cannot deny that the bloke spends money, but you to think that that is why that is if you think Man City's success is purely based on money, look at Chelsea, look at Man United. They are absolute. It, it is. It has it to is, be a perfect concoction, doesn't yeah. it? He, yeah, it's, it's it's not money. It's not it, money is a factor. I tell you what, I don't. I tell you what, I don't settle for, and what? what I don't agree with, mate. I don't even know why it's a debate at the moment where people are like, "Oh, is he better than Fergie?" Sorry, I'm really sorry. Okay, it's not even close. It's not even close. Alex Ferguson is the greatest football manager of all time. I thought you were going to say Pep. No, mate, I don't understand. I, think, I, I, think, I don't get it. I think the long, the the longer this train runs for Pep, the more that that argument has legs in it. I Alex think. Ferguson won thirteen mate, Premier League titles, thirteen Division One titles, thirteen Premier League. Thirteen Premier League. Was it thirteen yeah, Premier, Premier League? League? So I, I'm a Man United fan, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. He's not. He's he's not there. He's not there. No, he's not. But if this train runs on for another. Four, five years. In five years' time, if Pep leaves England with ten Premier League titles in thirteen seasons, I and another two, and he wins two or three Champions Leagues, that then I think you can't you can't negate the argument. I don't think. I don't think he's better than Fergie now, but I think there's. I honestly think once City win it once, they're going to take they're going to they? open the floodgates. Yes, yeah. I think the same. Or I think he'll leave. I think if they do the treble, he'll leave. To be honest, he's so fucking good today. He's so he's just so fucking good. You're, I'm so happy. You cannot believe. You can't believe I'm so happy. And I really do, do want to do an Arteta impression now. Go on. I can't do it. Fogging guys, <laughs> we, <laughs> we got to score the fogging goals, guys. Did, where's the fogging goal, guys? I love these guys so much. Where's the fogging goal? <laughs> why? Why is he? Why have you bought a dog called Win? Oh, I don't know, mate. I, I think buying a dog's a great thing. Yeah, but it's just the wrong Win. timing, isn't it? Yeah. It's the wrong timing. You should call it lose. <laughs> Just honestly, read the room, innit? Yeah, innit? Yeah. Innit? Innit? Yeah. Um, yeah, don't buy, don't buy into the whole, oh, is he better than Alex Ferguson thing? In, in my eyes, he's got to do it for another 10 years. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, okay. Right. I'll uh, panic in. <laughs> right. Another one. Another one. Right, different one. What what is your how what's your views on the Wrexham loving? Are you pro it? Are you against <clears throat> it? Um, yeah, mate. I think it's great. I think it's great for football. I think it's great for Wrexham certainly. Um, yeah, I d- I don't know. I think the people that will be like, oh, it's just oh, well, bloody Netflix, or, you know, they're either sixty. Where years the old. fuck are those people from? That accent was like <laughs> that accent was like posh. 
then yeah. a little bit northern, then a little bit like Wait, fucking <laughs> fucking Wrexham. Fucking bastards. They should come and watch Salford on Saturday night. Fucking bastards. With fucking quality. Right, go on. Um yeah, I I mate, I really like it. I, I don't understand what's not to like. It's a great story. They and let's have it right, like yeah, they've had a bit of money pumped into them. It's still not the level of money that we're talking about when we talk about Premier League. Or they bought, they went and bought the best striker in League League Two, who's going up to League One, and they went and bought the best striker in League Two whilst being in the conference. Yeah. So there obviously has to be the financial gains for that. Have of course, to. of course, of course, there is. But that being said, like they had to go and win it, and also they were they were taken to the wire, mate. Like yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't as even like they they blew it away. And I just think it's a great story, like Ben Foster saving the penalty. I think that's a yeah. quality story. I think it's brilliant. Right, I'm playing. I'm playing fully devil's advocate here, right? Why? A, a couple of questions. Do you think that because, like Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney are so, like always, Sonny's really popular. Ryan Reynolds is a highly loved actor, and he he speaks really yeah. well and stuff like that. Do you think that that's part of the reason that it's been so successful? Absolutely, it's part of the reason. Okay, well. These celebrities or people coming in and spending loads and loads of money at a club to make it better. Yeah. Why does everyone hate Salford? Because Salford have Salford have said Salford did the same thing. They basically got, got pumped in with shit loads of money, steamrolled the lower leagues, and then made their way up. So why does everyone hate Salford? But because Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds were a little bit kooky and random, that they're loved. And this because they, like mar- because because they market themselves brilliantly. Because they market themselves well, and they market themselves like that. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I, I've also got no problem with what Salford did. Yeah, I think fo- a lot of people do, though. I think yeah, a lot of people don't like club, Every football club has got a right to bet themselves, and every football club has got a right to. If if a new, if if someone buys your football club and they've got loads of money and they want to use that money to better the football club, and then be successful because of that, I don't understand why that's. If that if it was your club, you wouldn't say a word. Yeah, no, no, I agree. That you, you wouldn't, uh, and it is. It, people don't like it because it's not their club. It's the same way that people didn't like what happened at Newcastle. You know, oh, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna take over the world. They're gonna be this, and that. they're not gonna take over the world because actually, the the people that own City and the people that own Newcastle, right? One's got two hundred and fifty billion, and the other one's got three hundred and fifty billion. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's only. There's so only so many billions. Do you know out what there. I mean? Yeah, it, 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 it's not an infinite resource, even it, though it feels it, like it. Exactly, and so there's actually there's actually in terms of footballing context, there's no difference in that. Yeah, do you know I, what I mean? And I'm not okay, in, and I'm not okay in anything to do with how these people take charge and the way these that things are run. Yeah, because this is not this is we, we I don't care about politics or anything like that. In this no, but we're talking but purely football. But you, you you also got to take it with a with what person what person who is a billionaire. Or comes into billions. Do you think has a clean moral slate? You, you can't be that successful and not upset people. And I'm not. And I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Your I'm voice went well, way then. I'm not aligning the two. It's just. A, it was more of a just no, a question. But there's a difference between upsetting people and doing things that are immoral and unjust. Like yeah, yeah. you know, you can't. <laughs> you can't fucking exploit people, and you know, you yeah. can't do that. Which there are some allegations that people do. I don't know anything about it, to be honest with you. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Um, no, no, no. But yeah. so all for it, mate. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm absolutely. the same. If it was my club, I'd love it. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And if I also, it was your club, you'd love yeah. it. Yeah. And also, I'm playing devil's advocate about the sulfur thing, but I'm also thinking it's five ex-Man United players and 
no one likes Man United if you're not a Man United. Everyone hates Man United if you're yeah. not a Man United fan. Exactly. Like in the same sense of if Robbie Fowler, Jamie Carragher, Phil Babb. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andrea Desena and Fabio Barini. Bruce Grobbler. Bruce Grobbler <laughs> pissing on the goalposts. If they <laughs> if they went and bought fucking, like, I don't know, Tranmere. And yeah. Tranmere started flamming. I fucking hate Tranmere. I would be like, fuck Tranmere. Yeah. So, yeah, I fully get it. It was just it was me playing devil's advocate. No, yeah. And I think I think it's a good question. And actually, people need to ask themselves, why why do I hate that? Yeah. I think. Some people don't like change and some people don't like other people being Some people need to live within, Josh. Yes, sir. Right. One here. Zinedine's... This is a question. Zinedine Zidane nutmegging Damien Lewis at Soccer Aid. Have you seen the video? No. Zinedine Zidane nutmegs Damien Lewis. It's funny. It's fucking class nutmeg, to be fair. At Soccer Aid. Damien Lewis is in from Homeland. Yeah. The geezer is in Billions. Ginger fella. Why would we be surprised that Zinedine Zidane nutmeg Damien Lewis? Jaffs, you asked us to discuss it. We're going to discuss it. And there we go. That's it. There you go. You nutmegged him. One of the greatest footballers of all time, nutmegging some fucking bloke. Cheers, Jaffs. Yeah. Right, Jaffs' next question is... Jaffs answers this one as well. It fucking better be after that. Right, because you actually mentioned the word golden era earlier. So I'm I'm going to mention this. So Jaffs' question was, does the golden era of football depend on the era you were born? i.e. is golden era concept relative to the person talk about it or is golden era a set time frame in football i absolutely 100 percent agree with that it is it's the era of football you remember when you when you loved it the most okay it 100 percent. it has it 100 percent yeah. is okay it 100 percent is weirdly yeah us as british males yeah right we have no recollection of what life was like before the Premier League yeah, because yeah. actually we were both. I was born the year the Premier League was incepted. Would we say that? Fuck me, good word. Yeah, ninety two. Ninety two. I was born ninety two. You were born ninety four. Yeah, yeah. So right. So we've known nothing but other the than the League. Premier League. Yeah. But when I hear my dad talk about football, my dad talks about how unbelievable Liverpool were. Yeah. Like and how ridiculous they were when he was growing up in the seventies. Okay, who would you say is uh, who do you think is the best player ever? The best player ever. Yeah. The best player ever. Yeah. As in, out of all the players. Yeah, all of them. Mate, Lionel Messi. Okay. Who do you think? Who if if I was forty five, who how? Because who, who do you think I'd say? Maradona. Yeah. So I think that that almost yeah. I'm tr- I'm just kind of backing up your because, point because because Gary Lineker always says Maradona yeah and I I look at I look at times in football where I wish I was around I wish I was around for I and wish if you were sixty five you would say if you were sixty five who would you say Ricky Rumble fucks <laughs> <laughs> come on the Ricky Rumble <laughs> you'd say Pele wouldn't yeah, you probably yeah or Eusebio yeah yeah so I think that I yeah. Is it a concept? Yes. But yeah, I think wh- it absolutely. But also, is. when you t- when you strip it back to the for, for people like us, the golden era, the golden era of football for us is is usually around the age where you start to sort of like properly get into it. 10, yeah, 11, 12 years yeah. old, right? And that is when that's when our teams were the at players' their best. posters you used to have on your wall, or the players you used to have yeah. on the back of your shirt. Yeah, and that, that's the, that's they're the that's the era that our team was at its best. So I think we're almost a more difficult person to ask because yep. if I if if I were to ask a thirty I don't know any but if I were to ask a thirty year old Man City fan yeah when's the golden era for you they'd say now yeah, they're not going to say oh yeah. when Paul Dickoff and Sean Goat were up front and Georgie for the goat 
Yeah, but they're going to say, well, Bobby now's the golden off. era. Because is is the reality is, is football better now? Is the standard of football better now than it was 15 oh years ago? Oh, my God, yes. Yes, significantly. All of the footballers are better now. Yeah, I, yeah I, and sometimes I, fi- I find it so... It's, your, it's usually your old dad who comes through and is like, well, fucking bunch of witties, fucking get tackled, rolling around <laughs> on the fucking floor. Yeah, of course, yeah, because the pace of the game is quicker and also they're just smarter. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Being fucking, being fucking Ricky Rumble and telling everyone, I don't know, Ricky, Ricky Rumble. Who is this guy? <laughs> Just a made-up person, but he's been playing for 50 years. Being Ricky Rumble and going, fucking tackles, I got snapped and it didn't even hurt. I, I mean, like, okay, yeah. that's okay. Yes, there's a sense of masculinity in there. Well done you. But it's it's the smartness of playing the game, yeah. isn't it? They're also now, the 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 the, um, the game is now at such an elite level. It's, it's like any sport at the moment. It's now right at the very limit of what it can be. Yeah. Like, mate, there's only so far you can take sports. Like, sports science now is ridiculous. Yeah. And so what, they, what you're looking for now is you're looking for literally the finest of margins in, in everything. Yeah. And, and, you know, so... You know those people that always say, "Oh, they get yeah, they get tapped and they go down." Yeah, because if you look at the statistics, you know, it, when you get a free kick, you retain the ball for longer. The yeah. more you retain the ball, you know, the more the more chance you've got of creating chances to lead to scoring goals. So you're looking for those fine margins everywhere. So yeah, yeah, like they do do annoying things. You also like, must think about the the pace of the game that's played at, and also the what, like the lightness of boots and stuff. Must yeah. make, it must have an impact. It can't not. Mate, these boys, these boys are running, uh, are running at sp- like ridiculous speeds, like yeah. in excess of twenty miles an hour, yeah. and they're hitting each other at yeah, that yeah. speed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, sometimes look, it, it all looks a bit. But pathetic. also, sometimes it looks perfect because they're they're looking after themselves. If yeah, you right, of course, if, right. Yeah. Let's say you were running at twenty miles an hour. I don't know where the fuck that. <laughs> 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 fuck me. You were running at twenty miles an hour. And you know that I'm going to trip you up. And I go, I'm tripping you up now. Yeah. You're not going to go, well, I better stay up just to prove that I'm really hard. I'm an hard man, yeah, 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 yeah. You're not going to go, well, I'm putting my hands behind my back and let you smack me in the face just to show on I'm not a fighting, <laughs> fighting shoft, do <laughs> Exactly. You're going to go, well, I'm going to put my hands out and I'm going to roll around a couple of times. 100%. Yeah. And then get a free kick, yeah. win possession for my yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Do you okay. know? It and it and it all it all adds up. And so yeah, the the fine margins now are ridiculous. Like if you look at something like cycling, mate, they're trying to save like t- two or three grams here or yeah. there on the bike. It's just Mad, ridiculous. And you look at it and go, what fucking difference is that going to make? Yeah. But if you do that on eight different places on the bike, yeah, mate, you saved yourself. So you know whatever. Let me come back to the question. So football is now better. So current. So football will football will forever will football forever live in a scene where the current the current thing is gold is the golden era. Everything is only ever going to get better. Yeah. But coming back to the point, yeah. so football is better. The standard is better. Yes. But was is football better for you now than it was previously? Because I, I think the answer is no. No, of course it's not. So the golden era question is: Is it related to it? Yeah. But it's like you said though. Like our t- <laughs> our teams are winning all the time. Well, if, if right. even but if I think even if I think even if Man United will I think even if Man United will win I think if Man United were Man City now I still don't think I'd feel the same. But Josh, way I did. everything's better when you're a kid. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Everything's better when you, like. Going down the park with your mates and Brit- and necking a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, love. <laughs> oh, mate, yeah, but ev- everything's yeah. everything's better when everything's better when you're a kid. Going down the park with your mates and like knocking a ball about, and and 
and playing penalties like and, and saying the name of the person that you're going that you're going to be when you step up to take the penalty like Unreal, stepping up match like Kaka yeah yeah oh. bosh there you go yeah but Kaka wasn't better than Kevin De Bruyne like no the, the reality right in fact but I'd be more I'd be if it's like oh Kaka yeah. what a player I wouldn't go oh Kevin De Bruyne what a player I'd go yeah De Bruyne's class but I wouldn't get the oh. Do you no. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Completely. is golden era representative when you're born? Yes. Yes, I think, I think it, it, is. it is. Yeah. I think the only I think the only exception to that are it's teams, relative, isn't it? It's relative if teams that are massively unsuccessful to now successful, e.g. Man City. Yeah. Um right. Yeah. Right. Should I I'm just gonna ask there's a couple of ones that aren't uh, that are shorter, uh that I don't think need as much debate as that. Foul do foul throws go unpunished too often? Yes, um hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, they do go unpunished Some too often. Some throw-ins are pathetic, by the way. Like actually pathetic. They do go unpunished uh, too often, but also um, I don't really care. Yeah, agreed. Like I don't understand what impact it would have on the game if if you punish them more. I don't think you can play. I I, I don't think you can watch a game in a Saturday on a Saturday in a dog field dog shit park where where someone doesn't go foul throw ref. I don't think you can watch it. I think yeah. it's impossible. Yeah, it's contested all the time in the Premier League. How many do you see given a season? Two. Yeah, do you know who that, used to be yeah. awful for it? Bellerin. Yeah, yeah. He used you, to would, get, yeah. you would just think that right backs and left backs would be the best at it. No, they're not. Yeah, you, yeah. 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 Bellerin, no, dog shit. Bellerin was shocking. I love you so much, Bellerin. But um, you are shit at throw-ins. He used to be. He could have been. He could have been a contender. Right. Um, what are your views on the these? A lot of these come from Dono. So shout out you, Dono. Big up, Dono. Dono, you sent in so many questions, and I've, I've got a lot of time for you. Really um, appreciate it. What are your thoughts? on the new rules about keepers on penalties, about not being able to distract, having to sit or stay on their line, etc., etc. Just fucking get a life. Oh, it's pathetic, like, isn't it? Thank that's, you. Like, <laughs> football is entertainment. Yeah. It's entertaining to watch that. Yeah. Like, it is. Like, watching Emilio, uh, like Emmy Martinez being a dickhead is entertaining. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't mean that you have to like it, yeah, but it is entertainment. I don't get it. I don't understand. It's like I was saying earlier. It's all about fine margins and, and marginal gains. Like if you can get a psych- psychological edge on your opponent, yeah, just like why like, would you not do it? Yeah, it's a skill. It, it's it's almost like it's it's almost it's a it's an attribute. It's a skill. Can I can I go not deep on this, but can I tell you what my thought process on all of it is? Please right? do, Josh. I think it's a I think it's a an aspect of the game being Americanized. I think there's a lot of aspects. I think there's more and more aspects of football of games being Americanized. I think the emphasis on stats are great, but the emphasis on them and the amount of thought, love, etc., that's put into them. Sometimes things in football cannot be quantified. They cannot be put in a stat. And if they do, they they look like pretentious, shitty little stats that people with long hair and mustaches like me would would use. But I think that this is this is purely beneficial to a striker, to a goal scorer, to whoever, to score more goals. I don't understand. I I think that you have to draw a line. I think telling your goalkeeper you have to stay on the line, fair enough. Yeah, I get right? that, yeah. But how as a goalkeeper do you dive without moving forward? And like any sport, any sport is... Um, any sport is partially mental. Mental is part of it. Cricket, we got sledging. You, I watch basketball all the time. Everyone's fucking caning each other all the time. Yeah. And you are taking away an aspect of this purely so it feels like games can be higher scoring. I think there's, there's, there's what other benefit is there than for it to be a huge benefit to the person taking a penalty who's going to score more goals? There's none. 
But then the irony of it is they want games to be higher scoring so that they're more entertaining. But you're taking out the entertainment. Yeah, exactly. But it is entertaining to watch a goalkeeper. Like, mate, Julio Cesar winding up Zlatan Ibrahimovic before the penalty. That was yeah, great, great to watch. And then to see Zlatan Ibrahimovic overcome that and yeah. fucking bury it left corner yeah. and then turn around to Julio Cesar and say, pick that out the fucking net. Yeah. That's entertaining. That one of when Van Nistelrooy missed that penalty and then he went back and celebrated afterwards by doing the little dance exactly. in the goalkeeper's face. Do you know what I mean? Like they are... That's that, what you want us... That's entertaining. I also don't think as well, <laughs> and this is a stereotype that is 100% true, goalies are batshit. And I think you're really... You're, you're negating a part of the... You, yeah. I think something that football... Something that football misses, and this is going a little bit deep, is where are the personalities? In f- you have nowhere near as many personalities no. on football in football no. now as you did previously. And I think that goalies are always big, per- generally are big personalities, and you're not allowing them to convey a part of themselves. And I think that is that's sad. It's like, sad. De- Declan Rice, right? Declan Rice, give you an example, right? He goes and gives that shirt to that fan, and we're all there going fucking amazing, and it is fucking amazing, brilliant, right? And I just think, how many people within football are like that? How many people? Yeah. Like, you, if you think back of, of obviously, I think if we were born in the time and uh, and like social media's around, we probably have a clearer idea then. But I don't really see any personality of any footballer really perceived on the pitch. I can, like, or as in in interviews and stuff like that, they're not allowed to be themselves. They're so media trained. Like as in, it's just well, they're just so shit scared of saying the wrong thing, aren't yeah. they? And it's like everyone's so shit scared of saying the wrong thing, or you know, upsetting the gaffer or upsetting the teammates or whatever. Yeah. It's it is the thing is with the more the more and more you sort of look into things and analyze things and detail things, like it. You're taking away that the whole the, you are coming back press, to the reason that we made the podcast and that you're taking yeah. away some of the magic. Press conferences are almost pointless, yeah, because you know what they're going to say. Yeah, you know the team. We need we train really hard this week. The lads are really committed. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna go for three points on Saturday. Yeah, yeah of course. Well, what the fuck else are you gonna do? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You want Neil Warnock in there? Do you know what I mean? You want like yeah, yeah, you of want course you do. Yeah, yeah. And well, I, but I do feel like goalies can present their present their personality and that type of things in a lot of ways. And I think that's Emmy Martinez is a better goalkeeper because of the but his penalty saving and as a huge aspect of how good he is at saving penalties or in the incident of the World Cup comes yeah. from his mind games. And I, I completely agree with you. I just I just think it's like like everyone said everyone puts everyone says oh like you know footballers are on a pedestal, they earn this much money, they think they're better than everyone else, blah 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 blah. Well actually it's because no one's really let them actually say what they think, yeah, or what that, or what they value, or you know what their morals are, yeah. Uh, you know, like they're not allowed, they're not allowed to have any beliefs or values or morals in case it doesn't align with that sponsorship or this yeah. sponsorship, and it's just Shocking. a bit like, like, mate. Right, should we go for a couple of quicker ones? Yeah, got a couple of minutes. Right, worst goalkeeper in the Prem to not be relegated. Worst goalkeeper in the for Prem. me, piece of piss, Kepper. Kepper is absolutely dog shit. I'm sorry. He's not dog shit. Oh, he's crap. He's not the worst though, is he? Who's mate? Right when because this is where it gets difficult. He's you not think, the worst. Right, though. but if you think about all the bad goalkeepers, all been relegated. Yeah. I'm yeah, thinking. True. Let's say let's say over the course of the last five ten years, because we'll probably go back and some go. Well, Tim Flowers was. Well, I don't give a fuck about Tim Flowers. What I'm saying is Good over the last five ten years. Um, the last five or ten years, worst goalkeeper never to be relegated. So you need to think about someone who is. In the Prem now. And has been in the Prem the whole time you've been watching it. I like, you can't count... Nah, that's like, going to be hard. You can't count, like, Gunnison coming in for art because he, uh, he was awful, by the way. 
Renarsson. Renarsson. Oh, my God. But I'm saying to keep this pretty consistent amount of times. Someone said to me De Gea the other day. Yeah, I know. Yeah, your face is enough. I don't need to. De, De Gea had like... De Gea was the best goalkeeper in the world at one point. So yeah, nonsense. he was. Um, Carrius? Ooh. Or another Liverpool one, Simon Mignolet. Uh, Mignolet got relegated with Sunderland, I think. That's oh, why yeah, I think they did, bought him. He? Yeah, he did. Carrius well, is a shout. Carrius Yeah, is, let's go Carrius. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. A couple. A couple. Basically, I sent out a post saying, like, oh, we're going to discuss these two points and we haven't discussed either of them. So... You better fucking hurry up, Yeah. Right. First one is, what's your views on uh, pundits calling old managers gaffer when they're in the studio with them? Fucking embarrassing, Mate, it's tragic. isn't it? It's fucking embarrassing, it's isn't it? Um, the, the worst one was when Martin Keown called Mikel Arteta boss. Oh, shut up. That is fucking horrible. Shut up. Right. Um, so the question was, but the, the, the two that were on the thing is, did... I'm going to ask these two and then I'm going to have to hold the rest and we're going to have to do part two. Man. Mailbag part two coming part soon. Two. Um, where... How much of a difference would it have made, made if Odegaard and Bruno swapped? So if Odegaard was at Man United, Bruno was at Arsenal. Do you think you'd still be second or do you think we'd still be fourth? Um, it's hard. If you look at Bruno... Are you talking about Bruno Fernandes? Yeah. Yeah. Not Camaro. No, no, no. If, if you look at... So Bruno Fernandes creates the most chances, but... Yeah. Odegaard scores more goals yeah. and has more direct goal involvements, yeah. which I think impact a game far more than chance creation. Okay. Because if you look, we had one of the best creators of chances ever in world football in Mesut Ozil. Yeah. And the statistics prove that also. Not saying that it's solely about statistics. Yeah. And we and because actually his direct goal involvements, aside from that one season when he got nineteen assists, weren't like on on that level. Yeah. Like we, we didn't perform in the league. So I I actually think we would be in a worse league position if those two swapped. So do you think do you think Man United would be second if we had Odegaard? Yeah, I do. I think you'd be a better team with him. Yeah, I think you'd be a better team. That's not safe. Fernandez like Fernandez is clearly a good player. Mm. Um, I also just don't think that Odegaard is a captain. Yeah, so, yeah. I, it's a weird one. I that. Yeah, I it's a weird that. one. I, I still think. Yeah, I still think, but. I'm I'm of the old school where I think your captain should be a centre back. <laughs> yeah, so, um, right, and the last one, and and actually think about this, right, and actually don't just fucking dismiss it straight away. Okay, right. Who as a one-off season? Yeah, their best seasons. So Thierry Henry, yeah. Luis Suarez, just as individuals, not as a team. So in Henry's best season, he got thirty goals in thirty-seven. In Suarez's best season, he got uh, thirty-one in thirty-three. Yeah, who had a better? Omri's got a better legacy. Omri's a better striker than Suarez, right? I, I think. Mm. I think Suarez is criminally underrated. And I think that's a lot closer than people think it is. Who yeah. had a better one-off season? Well, Omri also got twenty-two assists that season. I'm gonna have a look how many assists Suarez got that season. How many? No, was it twenty-two? It's something ridiculous. He basically won the Golden Boot and the most assists in one season. And I think that's only been broken by Kevin De Bruyne quite recently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I think there's. I think there's so much legs in this. I think there's so much. Right. Legs. What? I think there's so much legs. And in we won it. the. We won the league that year, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. You did. Yeah. You won the league. I've just. I can't stop. <laughs> yeah. Right. You won the league, right? 
Suarez, in that season, mate. Right, 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 right. He's playing with Sturridge. Oh, mate, you don't... Right, right, Sturridge. Sturridge was unreal that season. Yeah, right, right. And so was Sterling. And what's Sturridge done since? Huh? What's Sturridge done since? But you you just said one off and, season. And, 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 you just said one right, off right, season. Listen, yeah, listen. 19-year-old Raheem Sterling. He was I'm unbelievable fu- that season. And I fucking ate Liverpool, right? Yeah, wasn't as, pr- as prolific as you think he was. Look at that midfield. Joe Allen. Who did you have? Patrick Vieira. Patrick Vieira, yeah. Right. And Gilberto Silva. Yeah. Jordan Henderson. Young Jordan Henderson. Still good. Who did you have next to him? Gilberto Silva. Gilberto Silva, yeah. Right. Jungberg. Jungberg, Perez, Bergkamp. Yeah. Jungberg, right. So Jungberg, Jungberg Perez, yeah. Bergkamp. Yeah. And are better yeah. than Sterling, yeah. Sturridge, yeah. Coutinho. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Right. Yeah. Coutinho was unreal, but yeah. Right. Suarez got 31 goals. Yeah. 17 assists in the fucking league. Very good. In the league. Very good. How many did Henri get? Do um, that one now. Um, <laughs> Do that one now. It mate, he Do got that one 48 now. 48 goal contributions in a team that Jay Spearing got minutes for. Do that one now. I'm Do Sierra and me now. I'm trying to look it up. Um, but they also didn't win the league. Yeah, uh, pointless. And this, and this, is, <laughs> this is pointless. You're backing up my point more than you think you are, right? When was Omri's best season? Do you remember off the top of your head? I can't remember. I, th- I don't think. I don't. Oh, four, oh, four. Was it the invisible? Was it the invisible? The invincibles? The invincibles? <laughs> was it that? Was it? Was it oh three oh four? Was it oh three oh four? Was it? Or was it? Was it one two? Uh, right, he got twenty five and fourteen the season before. And all right, I'm saying this: Omri's like Omri's a better player than Suarez. Right? I'm, 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 I, I'm not. There's See, no. See, actually, when you say that, I, 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 like you say that, like, um, it, mate, I, oh, I mate, actually think, I actually think Suarez is unbelievable. I don't think Suarez is massively overlooked when you're talking about Premier mate, League. Omri, great Omri was, Omri wasn't as. Uh, Omri, he got thirty goals and six assists in his best goal scoring season. So Suarez got one more goal and eleven more assists in a significantly worse side. No, but hold on a minute. Where was the, What was the season where he got twenty twenty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it 2020? I think so. I don't look. Was it the season you were that is ma- that's mad. That's madness. That's mental. Yeah, 24 goals, 25 assists in the season you were the Invincibles. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But, but, he, but I don't. You're playing with the Invincibles, mate. You played 38 that's games. 49 like, goal involvements. Yeah, mate. That's ex- mate, so I've got 48 in less games. Playing with fucking. Andreas to say, play with Alberto Moreno at left. Mate, back. Steven Gerrard won the Champions League with Milan fucking Barros up front. Yeah, like um, it's all relative. Yeah, Milan Barros never won the Premier League, and you put him in your Premier League all-time eleven. Would you not? So the no, invinci- we wouldn't put Milan Barros in my Premier League no, all-time no, no, eleven. No, 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 Gerard. Gerard hasn't won the Premier yeah. League, but you put him in your Premier League all-time eleven. Right. So Omri, you being the Invincibles, or Omri win the league isn't the reason that that that. Th- so that that argument counteracts the other argument. Every season. Yeah, he did. And he that, did it every season. I'm saying as a. I know. I know what you're saying as a one-off season. Mate. I, I don't. What was what, what was um Fernando Torres' best season? Not that. Was it not that? No, was it no not idea. that level? No. Why do I remember him as like... He the, the wasn't as good as you remember him being. Oh, mate, he was so good though. Yeah, I, no, Suarez, Torres, overrated. I'm saying it now. Overrated. Nah, what looks? He's overrated. Mate, no, he wasn't. Yeah, he is. Nah, man. Yeah, is. Torres, I thought Torres was like the best player in the world at one point. Overrated. Right, I'm going to say it. I think Suarez had a better one-off season. Than nah, I don't oh, disagree. I, I disagree. I think he did. No, no. I think he did. No. You're thinking about the players he played. You're, but you just said to me, you contradicted yourself. You were like, think about the player, think yeah. about the player, and think think about the one player, and think about the season. But you're starting bringing into, oh, he had this midfield, he had that midfield. He got 17 assists with those players. That's that's my point. My, the, you're only as good as right, right, no, 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 right, right. You How put, many goals did Sturridge <laughs> score that season? 
How many goals did Sturridge <laughs> score that season? So if you want to talk about that, how many goals did Sturridge score 22. that season? He scored 22 goals that yeah. season. And how many did Star- uh, did Suarez assist him for? <laughs> I fucking it'd, be, it'd be like 10. I've guessed It'd be like 10 well. of them. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Raheem Sterling, you say he's not, he wasn't prolific, but he, sco- he must have scored double figures that season. Raheem Sterling, 19 years s- old. I was going to say, you. I was going to bet you that he didn't, but... He scored I double know, figures. I know what you're like with paying bets, so... He's... <laughs> Yeah, because you bet me a hundred. What was it? You bet me a hundred quid. Hundred quid. You turned up to partner. I wouldn't come. I wouldn't come. And then I bet you a hundred quid about some Pokemon gyms as well. And you did not. And you. And you oh. What was that? What was that about the Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know, is what you said. Uh, Lieutenant Surge. Right. Uh, right. We've got to start wrapping this up, otherwise it won't fit. Right. You, the t- right, you talk for a little bit. I'm going to find his, his stats that season. Right. Whilst he's finding the stats, guys, if you have enjoyed today, please make sure that you do follow us on mate uh, at mate hdw on uh, on Twitter and on Instagram. Just Instagram. I don't use Twitter. Just Instagram. Why do we have a Twitter then? No, we're we're going to delete that. The Twi- two goals. No, it's not two goals. Sorry, that was the season before. Two it's goals. Two goals. Like the season afterwards. Um, yeah, right. please make sure you follow us. And please make Nine sure goals. <laughs> I was right. How you many know how many assists? 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 Seven. It's still pretty good. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, if you have enjoyed it, please give us a follow. Um, please do post us your questions, anything you want us to discuss. Um, we appreciate them. Myself. We're going we're gonna to mailbag part two, aren't we? We are mailbagging we're part mailbag two. We're mailbagging part two. And part of it we're going to do, because I know this isn't a question, we're going to do the best pre- the Premier League team of the season outside of the top six. Premier League team of the season outside the outside top, top six. Outside top four. Top four, because we've got Brighton got to be in there. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Right. Guys, thank you so much. Love we, you all. Yeah, we love you all so much. God bless up to your families. Love you, love you, love you. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye.